Sometimes we need a little inspiration, and Real Things Living podcast does just that. Real Things Living has a focus on resilience and connection with others. Those connections lead to ideas, to solutions, and to better overall health. This podcast is brought to you by Gemini Media. Gemini Media delivers the best solutions for business communications through collaborative relationships. Hi, y'all. It's Bridget Cutshaw with Real Things Living. Today, my guest is Dan Melnick, and he is an entrepreneur with a supply chain background. Can you say hi, Dan? Hi. How's it going? Good. I'm so glad that we connected on LinkedIn. I think that is a wonderful platform to meet uh, new people and to develop relationships. And I was really curious to talk more about Dan because he now is focusing on providing personalized AI solutions. And AI has always been around, but we seem to be talking about it more and we need to understand it and embrace it. Can you share what made you jump into the AI solutions? Sure, yeah. So actually for me, I've always been very interested in technology. Um, it's something that has always you know, just piqued my interest. I think AI specifically has been more so our focus in the last this year. And, you know, my co-founder, Kasim, he's really more the technical brains behind our company, but he's the one that we had lots of conversations early on. We wanted to have a good niche. Because I think in software development or any industry, people are just too broad. They're not focused on one specific thing. And I think, you know, when you can do anything, you can't do can't really do anything, right? It's like you're just trying to serve too many people. So we had lots of conversations early on and understand what people were looking at when it came to technology. And most of the people said, listen, I want AI. I see the value. It can save you time, it can save you money. There's a lot of benefits when it comes to your business. So that's kind of been our pivot recently. And that's been the focus in terms of AI. And I, I think people are, my understanding is they're, they're afraid of it because they don't understand it. And I've learned that you have to embrace it because it is not going away. And when you're saying personalized AI solutions, is it more like conversational when someone comes onto a website, maybe? Yeah, so I would say it just depends, right? I mean, it's kind of like our focus right now, specifically, is we are working on a, on a chatbot, which is, you know, because our goal is we had lots of discussions and most people aren't able to pay twenty, thirty thousand dollars for a full AI solution. But if we can make it more cost effective, like we're rolling out a, a, like a product in the next two months or so, which is going to be starting at one hundred ninety-nine dollars per month. And so, what that looks like, it takes um, three or four weeks of training. And so, that bot is going to be trained on your data, on your system to have live conversations. Exactly. So, the customer is going to come onto your website, and they're going to feel like they're talking. You. The AI tool actually asks questions. It's like a very smart tool. It's not just, you know, these old kind of tools that are making you choose things. It's going to actually ask questions, understand where you are in your journey, what you're looking for. Are you looking for support on the current products? Are you looking to buy any products? Are you looking for gifts, you know, products recommendations? So understanding exactly 
what the user is looking for when they enter the website and having a real authentic conversation. They're going to add value, whether it's having them check out saying, listen, like you're they get a store, right? And maybe they want to go ahead and so let's just say like if somebody's selling shoes, say, okay, well, you bought these shoes. What about socks? What about this product? You know, upselling them, helping them add value and increasing their average order value. So looking at all these different features, the AI is a very smart tool. And as I said, we, we will train it for three or four weeks on this that specific customer's data so that they understand exactly, you know, it gets like training a new employee, for example. It takes that much time so they can train like on their data and have real authentic conversations with their customers. Right. As you're you're talking, it made me think if I did something like that with my site, I it would probably read almost bazillion blogs I wrote and, and understand me to how to make does it try to talk like, you know what I'm saying, talk like me, you know what I'm saying? Or understand my background. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I mean it just depends, right? I mean it's because some people have it just depends like on the functionality of your website. If you're you know, so it, it can understand you and your business, but it can also understand specifically, I guess, like what the focus is. Like if the focus is to get the person to buy the product, you know, if you're selling something like low ticket, like shoes or socks or something like that, it can get them from, you know, point A to point B, which is essentially checking out, right? If you're talking about, you know, maybe something more high ticket, like a service, right? Like your service, it might say, hey, you know, asking all these questions and eventually the end goal is to book a call to chat with you. So right. it really just depends because it's like when it comes to high ticket sales, there's obviously exceptions, but most people, especially when it comes to services, people actually do want to chat with the person, right? It's, but it's a matter of kind of, um, you know, it's kind of like a discovery, you know, time where they can figure out, is this person, what are they looking for? Can you actually help them? Are they serious about, Get, you know, getting this help for your service, or maybe they need something else. So it's like saving you the time of actually responding or getting on a call. It's ask, it's answering, you know, questions that are not going to per se close a deal, but at least more so qualify that person to that close a deal and book it on their calendar. It made me think of the word filter, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's some, like I would not want my Calendly link out there publicly you know because you don't want just anybody getting on have access to your personal calendar as a especially as a someone who provides services right and do you think as you're also talking because i love books by the way i think that would be a great way to maybe i think a cool thing would be have the chatbot recommend books you know uh, going to a bookstore online bookstore excuse me not not like amazon but there's so many options and so many people are moving to e-commerce and not have but it can still it can still have a brick and mortar you know location but it'd be a good way to help bring people in right to help them find what they want yeah i mean the goal is you know it's not of course like we all love amazon but you know for the people that are selling their books or selling their products the issue with amazon is just, you know they take 30 percent plus in commission right yes. so if you can save that and have the customer buy directly from you, and that'll be a huge win, right? So it's exactly to your point. If somebody's selling books and saying, listen, like, this is like, you know, what this book is about. Like, for example, somebody may have different types of books. Okay, I'm looking for children's books. I'm looking for like, you know, what kind of books are you looking for? You're looking for books on this subject. 
let's get you this book and make that um, recommendation. Right. And also just depending on, you know, like the certain products, you might have somebody saying, okay, let me subscribe to your, you know, you might get some kind of subscription bundle with new books every month. If you have a, they're saying other books, right? So it's, it's creating as much value as possible for your customer. And I think that's the end goal is to keep them buying from you, but not just buying from you, but buying from you because you're creating lots of value for them. I like that you're really creating value for them, why they should come back. And I've also heard that in the industry, instead of selling your books, it's true on Amazon, you need to have them, you know, you fulfill it somehow in some shape. I know, and you'll get their contact information because you're not getting their contact information when Amazon is placing or, excuse me, fulfilling the order. And it's fine if you want to continue doing it that way. But I think in the future, my understanding is it's best to drive them to your website or whatever, right? And not just uh, rely on one platform like Amazon. And Amazon has been great you know, overall, but it's it's changing too. <laughs> they have to adapt. And I think that's really what we're all about here is especially what you're doing, the, the change, and you're trying to help people navigate this change with AI and how to use it by creating value for their business. Really, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, listen, like I said, Amazon's great, but I think to your point, it's the biggest win for business owners, especially small business owners, is that data collection, right? So if you can collect the data of the person who's interested in your product, yeah. you can just send them newsletters. You can say, hey, listen, if you subscribe to my you know, book pro or whatever, you know, once a month, you're going to get a free video or free, you know, whatever freebies of value. Because I think also people, when people buy in 2023, they prefer buying person to person. They're buying from you because they know you, they like you, they trust you. They want to build that. So, so if you can build on that kind of relationship yeah. with the potential customer or with your customer, that's a huge win all the way around. That is that is true. You're going you to create more value and you're going to develop a relationship and they want to come back to you and they're going to trust you and you're going to... Uh, refer them to some other spot if you can't really help them, right? I should say spot, but that's, it's all these smaller business owners. We all do work together. <laughs> it's, it's important. And I just think that's why I wanted to talk to Dan guys, because people are, you know, I've noticed some people who are freaking it. I, they're just, because they don't understand it and they're afraid of change. And I think you're doing it in small steps. Like you said, you're not, you're starting off with a smaller monthly fee kind of right you to get them comfortable with it and it, it you just you don't know you can't predict the future and so i think that's why being adaptable is important in in life right you got to adapt and i think that's what within our technological world that we're in right now we're gonna it's just moving fast it seems to be moving faster 100 percent. Right? yeah i think also it's like when it comes to AI specifically, I think people who are not going to adapt are going to be left behind. I mean, very quickly, because keep in mind, right, as human beings, we only have so much ability. And, yeah. we're, you know, as humans, we forget about things, right? So, for example, even things like following up with people, following up, you know, with your leads, with your prospects, AI has that ability to make those follow-ups and to make them personal, right? So it's things like that are really important because 
listen, I'm not going to lie. I've forgotten to follow up with people. I think that, that, you know, we all have. And it's very difficult when you are running a company, when you have like a million things going on, you forget to follow up with somebody. And then AI can sit there and say, okay, yeah, you have this reminder on January 3rd, and I'm going to send an email at 3.30 p.m. saying, you know, so it just creates these sorts of things. And then, you know, let's say this person, you know, like also even for me, I might get an email and I might forget to respond. So you can follow up again, like in a week if they don't respond. So, you know, setting up all these sorts of things that way, you know, that you're not just, you know, leaving people out to dry or vice versa. So you're talking about like the, the email communication, for example. Is there a specific um, software, I mean, that you have used to use? Because there are so many options out there now, right? I, that's my understanding. And one of the original ones that I'm familiar with is because they're here in Atlanta is MailChimp. But they were bought out a couple of years ago. I into it, I believe. And so there's just there's just so many options. And I'm sure your chatbot that your or your AI solutions is probably you have it connected to whatever I would I assume email service they already have. I'm just or do you offer that? So yeah, I'm not gonna I guess promote any other yeah, one right. because we 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 are building one ourselves. We have a client right now that we're working with building a personalized one. And so from that standpoint, that will be also available for everybody. And I think for us, it's something that there are, you know, tons of different software. I mean, listen, we use HubSpot. I love HubSpot. I think they're a great CRM. But the issue with some of these CRMs that if you add all these features, it ends up costing you an arm and a leg per month. So what we're trying to do, and the cool thing also, like our team is in Pakistan, right? So it's able to like provide a more cost-effective solution. Our our um, labor costs are lower only because cost of living there is a lot less. So we pay our employees very well for Pakistan standards, but it's just, it makes things much more affordable here in America. And so we're able to kind of bridge the gap of Pakistan versus America. And, and so, but yeah, I think that, you know, HubSpot's great. There are many softwares that are great, many great CRM tools, but the issue right now is, you know, can a small business afford to pay all these things and every you know it adds up and this cost this cost especially by the way i mean many people who are just starting out i mean you know when you have a startup people don't realize and i'm sure that, that you probably know bridget you know but it's like <laughs> when you're starting out all of a sudden you have to buy this thing that thing this thing and it all adds up right so it's important to make sure that you understand you know how much you're paying per month for all these different tools that's true. It, it does add up. It, as you were talking, it made me think of the streaming service. <laughs> right. I'm sure you did the same thing. We cut our cable cord. Right. But now everything is added up again. But I mean, yeah, it's what's, what can happen in a small business. And I think your your solutions are going to help probably help them look at all the different options that are out there. Right. And based on, you know, it just depends on the the strategy they come up with to grow their business too. And I think a chatbot, I think this conversational thing is going to be helpful. And I did take a class on that earlier this year. People didn't know that, but I had to understand it because, because I I thought too, holy crap, right? <laughs> Chat GTP came out. People are worried about affecting writers, but it's, it's, it's not, it makes it easier. I think my opinion. And you still need to edit it and you have to prompt it properly. And it's um, who knows what it'll be like in 10 years. But 
uh, right now, you just you have to make it sound humans still to that's people. We want that one on one connection. And I think this, you know, you have to look at it from that aspect. And also, as you were you're talking, I played around a little bit. I think LinkedIn, you can do the AI stuff. I I, I should say played. I put in some content and then I said, OK, make this sound a little bit better. And and it did it on a post. It's like, wow. I mean, I still had to edit it a little bit to make it s- s- sound like me. But I think it's it's OK to play around. You've got to understand it. And especially as a, a small business owner like me, I got into this because people needed mine. They want, they came to me, convinced me to do this people. Right. So I'm just trying to, one of these reasons I did this podcast is to help share other stories. Right. Because it's, that's how we learn talking. And, and you're the first person that has been on more detailed on AI. <laughs> is that the right? Yeah. More detailed. And another guy I had on, he wrote a book about it. Uh, chat GPT, but he actually, he, he, he was honest. He said, most of this book was written by chat GPT, but he was showing you how to prompt it. He's given examples. And I would think your chat bots are going to be prompted based on your client's business. Right. And that is, that is just so cool. I mean, I like the idea that's when you're talking about personalization of emails, that you're going to develop that because that makes it easier rather than trying to combine it with other software. It does. It just adds up. And as a small business owner too, I think sometimes, ah, you know, it's true, right? Cause you're, even though I've been around eight years, I've having to spend more on some tech stuff because it's, it's happening and I have to keep up with it. If that makes sense. And I do, you know, partners, partnerships, where they're the people and that's important as a small business owner. And I love that you have a team of people helping you. And cause you know, you realize you cannot do it by yourself. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I mean, and I'll tell you one, one quick thing also is that for me, my first company was an eBay store. I mean, that's what I did, you know, and uh, I was a one person show sold that business like in 2020. Cause I really wanted to do something bigger, but like, I had the same pain points that many of our clients have, many people that we're talking to have, right? Because when you're a one-person show, as you know, it's not easy, right? And you're doing everything. I mean, running an eBay store, imagine, you know, I had over 10,000 items. Wow. I was getting tons of messages all day long, <laughs> asking this, asking that. I was selling autographs. People were like, oh, is this, where'd you get it? Is it real? You know, it's like as answering all these questions. So it's like, I'm like, if I had AI, maybe I'd still be running that company too, because it wouldn't be as, you know, but it was just a lot. So for me, I want to make things as easy as possible. So business owners can really focus on their business. We had one person we spoke to recently running a bakery. Well, they're trying to bake the products themselves and they're getting messages all day long, people about orders asking about, you know, it's very hard. Like you can't afford to hire someone else. It's so it really saves the cost and it saves the time. There's really so much value in it. Right. I think time is our most precious thing because we only have so much time per day and you yeah. do have to focus on what's important. And if you're selling bread, you need to make the bread. <laughs> right. And like you said, if someone can help uh, answer all these questions they're probably receiving or, or, or phone calls. It is just an amazing 
great thing that you're doing because people need to be aware of this and it's out there. And I'm sure other people are going to be, you're going to have competition down the road, but you're, you're doing good by jumping in earlier. And I also just to jump, you know, kind of jump around over here on AI, I've seen it. A lot of people are using it for marketing. Um, and I guess it just, they can, the small businesses can use your chat, but to help market based on the questions maybe, right? They're receiving. Yeah. I mean, so we're working on something else now too, which is going to be kind of a, if you know Hootsuite, kind of more high level Hootsuite, yeah. where it actually creates the content for you okay. and posts, schedules and posts for you. So I think from a social media marketing perspective, for sure. But I think when it comes to marketing, yeah, I mean, listen, this chatbot is a marketing slash sales. That's really what it is. It's, yes. you know, creating and explaining to a potential customer, but also it's also a customer support tool, right? So it's, if you have a, you know, current product or service that an existing customer wants to ask, you know, a certain question, it can answer those questions and guide them in the right direction. Right. Because you don't really know sometimes what you don't understand until and you're chatting with your chat bot. That'll help understand. And I think it's so cool. So do you also get involved with um, like the design of the, the platform for a client? I'm a, I mean, obviously, if you're doing the solution for them, I was the designs probably involved. Yeah, it's all because so we have a designer as one of our partners, Jahangir. So he's the one that's, you know, sitting with our clients. He's designing it personalized for them. Um, so, for example, if a company is owned by Bridget, it's going to be like, you know, bot Bridget, you know, or however you want to do it. If you're the, I guess, icon or the mascot of your company or whoever it is making the conversation like you know, designing it for their brand. It's very specific for the brand. So, yeah, design aesthetic is very important. Yeah, it made me think of BB Bot because my nickname was BB when I was little. Sorry. There you go. That's so what comes to my mind. Yeah, I could just make, bring out the inner child in you. I think you need to make it fun too and not make it. Um, I'm sure that's important for most of your clients. You need to make it, not make it um, boring. I shouldn't say boring. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, the, the, the aesthetics are important. Yes. The name is important and it needs to be personalized. I mean, that's one of the things like with us, it's like, we, we want to, you know, we try to keep it personalized and we do make it personalized because a lot of these SaaS products out there are these one-stop shop, one-size-fits-all solutions. And no company is the same as it is, is, a, is like a different company. So we really try to focus on making sure that it is specific for that customer. That is perfect. You def- definitely have to personalize it and create value for what they're needing to help them grow their business, help them stay in business, right? That's the main thing and make sure they um, can get the right support. And so where can people learn more about you, Dan, and your company? Sure. So our company is called South Lake Consulting. So southlakeconsulting.com. And we're actually rebranding. So our name might change. You can find me at Dan Melnick on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. I'm Dan P. Melnick on Twitter and Instagram. So you can find me there as well. So those that are listening, I'll have the links included in the description. And I think this is great. I'm all excited talking about this because it's it's geeky, but I think it's fun. You got to understand it. We have to embrace it, everybody. <laughs> and I thank you again for your time, Dan. Yeah, thanks. Thank you so much for having me.
I appreciate your time and I thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast or leave a comment. Now go have a great day. Thank you.